do you say this guy's last fucking name? Uh, Weishaupt. Oh, yeah, it's just Weishaupt. <laughs> He's German. He is clearly German. Item of Weishaupt. What's up, guys? This is Ready Conspiracy One. I'm your host, Cody. Alongside me, my co-host, Heath. So, we're talking about the Illuminati. We are. And that's going to be episode one. The Illuminati is a shadowy cabal that controls the world from behind the curtain and pulls the strings of all of our politicians, seeking to create a dominant world totalitarian government. It was founded by Adam Weishaupt in the mid-1700s. Now, Adam Weishaupt is a Bavarian professor at the University of Ingolstadt. Where is Ingolstadt? Bavaria. What is that? Yes. Educate me. Good. I'm glad we all don't know. Okay, so Bavaria is a federal state in the south of Germany. That's a good place to be. Okay. I'm sure there's nothing weird going on there. Now, of course not. I mean, especially not back then in the 1700s. Definitely not then. Okay. So, but he had a conflict with Jesuit priests at the university because of his worldviews. He had a little bit more liberal perspective on things, and the priesthood wasn't really a big fan of his worldviews. So he created the Illuminati as a secret society to promote enlightenment and moral progress. Now, his academic credentials actually got revoked, and he was banished from Bavaria and then moved to Germany like further into Germany, uh, where he had the freedom to form the foundation of the Illuminati and the actual philosophy of the secret society. So he's kicked out of Southside and said, hey, you're going to have to go inner city. And he's upset. So he's going to start like, watch me work. Right. Watch me from behind the scenes right. work. Well, he, he tried to create the Illuminati actually in Bavaria. Southside wouldn't have him. No. They, they, they were like, no, Southern you can't like, do nope. this here. And okay. they basically like, Said, you can't teach here anymore. Get the fuck out. Go to inner city. Got it. So Inner city is definitely where the best teaching is. 100%. I think all of history have noted that the inner city <laughs> is where the best teachers go. Now, the original... Fantastic. Um, I guess mantra or motto, mission statement, of the original Illuminati was, and I quote... By the mutual assistance of its members to attain the highest possible degree of morality and virtue and to lay the foundation for reformation of the world by the association of good men to oppose the progress of moral evil. On paper, that sounds fantastic. In the 1700s, that's a motivational quote. That deserves a dove picture behind it. It, But reading it now, it's just confusing. Well, now. Yeah, because nobody talks like that. But then, that was amazing. Nobody talks like that anymore. Makes me want to be successful. Makes me want to start a business. Makes me want to buy an ice cream truck. An ice cream truck? Seems like the easiest business to get into. I mean, you got to have freezers and different flavors of ice cream. That's all right. It's mobile. That's true. Are we going to start an ice cream truck? No, we're going to keep reading and I'm going to let you keep going. Okay. So, the acceptance of members was based on wealth, societal influence, and political pull. So you had people like bankers, politicians, doctors, and just people of importance of the upper class. So let's imagine doctors in the 1700s mm-hmm. as, a, as a successful person. 
This man is just giving you a bottle of Coke, calling it medicine, saying, have a good day. And that's the people he wanted. Fantastic. Did they have Coke in the 1700s? I don't know. I'm probably just making that out of my <laughs> asshole. But uh, I'm just th- speaking, because you know, they're not having, you know, you're not curing cancer in the 1700s. No, it's true. I mean, the, the best thing you get out of something in the 1700s is, oh, my God, a mole, let me chop off your whole leg, and it's on your arm. Right. Well, we're in the ages of, uh, is, is, are they still doing bloodletting in the 1700s? Like leeches and bloodletting? I don't know. I want to. I want to see. But as far as being a doctor in the 1700s, you know, a politician, let alone a German politician in the 1700s, banker. See, I get the banker's portion because in 1700, a banker was probably, you know, the top level of success in a society would be a. Ba- that, that's just me guessing. Uh, so it's, it's it's looking like bloodletting and leeches was popular. Real interested. In what doctor? Well, that's that's. Side note. Bloodletting was better than nothing because it worked in some cases. So, yeah, yeah. 1700s, they, they were definitely doing leeches and bloodletting. Okay, interesting. Um, so, they had bankers, politicians, doctors, and, you know, just rich people. And he actually modeled it after the Freemasons. The Freemasons is actually, like, one of, if not the oldest secret society. Right. And it's been around since, what, the I think the Greeks? I would say the Greeks. I think I think the easiest one that people can model after it would be a Benjamin Franklin national treasure. Here comes Nicholas Cage to prove right. them all wrong. But the the Freemasons have been around like since like Greco Roman like old shit. Yeah, because the when it, you think of uh, politicians in the the first what what's the D word I'm looking for government wise democracy the first democracy easiest way to to control a democracy is to overthrow it from behind the scenes. So to have a Freemason in a democracy time of like Greeks who started democracy, I could easily see that being the case. Right. So he he modeled this secret society off of the Freemasons. He gave it a hierarchy and rituals like the uh, Freemasons had. Now, according to Chris Hodap, who is the co-author of Conspiracy Theories and Secret Societies for Dummies, one of the defining attributes of the early Illuminati was that they didn't trust anyone over the age of 30 because they were believed to be too set in their ways. So we wouldn't be allowed in the original Illuminati. My, oh my, the Illuminati nowadays would be very wild. Oh, yeah. It would, I, I, I would imagine the imagine. blue-haired girl from high school barking her <laughs> way into the Illuminati right now. She would get in. She would get in because she's not 30. If she had enough money. Okay, well, never mind. That that would that would be the only snag. With she that. spent all her money on blue hair dye. So I she, I feel like we've got a lot of the uh, we today if this was created today under these circumstances we would have a lot of the uh, the Wall Street bros in there. Okay, maybe I don't the know. NFT frat guys. Right. Yeah. They just made a million dollars off an NFT. Right. Those are the people that would be controlling the world. Everything would be NFTs. <laughs> Come join our Dogecoin <clears throat> NFT club. I'm probably speaking out of my butthole, but I don't care. Now, one of the original members of the Illuminati is a name that a lot of people is going to actually recognize. Is a Rothschild. Mayor Amschel Rothschild, to be more specific. Rothschild. So. The Roth 401k? That's a Roth IRA. That's what I said. (laughs) So... It was actually believed that the Founding Fathers 
kept their Freemasonry philosophies secret due to it clashing with church doctrine, but others believed it to be deeper and linked with the Illuminati. So this ties more into 1776. So the Illuminati is believed to have started in 1776. That is the original, I guess, founding sounds, sounds date. familiar. It's the original founding date, which is the same year as the Declaration of Independence. Wild. And it was believed that the Freemasons kept their philosophy secret due to church doctrine. I could see that. Ben Franklin. Now, symbols are used as a reference. And the ones that are most common, and we see them on like the U.S. dollar bill... And things like that are the what they call the all-seeing eye. It's my favorite. And it's everywhere. That was said to have come from Weishaupt, and the Latin encircling around the or, or the Latin that encircles the pyramid actually says it has favored our undertakings, new order of the ages, and some believe that to be the announcement of the new world order. So the dollar bill, or are we speaking on? Rothschild's old school philosophy here. Yeah. So they believe that the founding fathers were not only Freemasons, but part of the Illuminati. Right. And <clears throat> that the rising of this group and the signing of the Declaration of Independence, they in implemented some of the beliefs of the Illuminati. Right. And it so that's really their got first rolling under there. the table slide in of their idealism of the Illuminati's in a backhanded political view right and that's that's how we get kind of start into the whole conspiracy side right. of the illuminati the look over here but don't pay attention what's happening down here right got it now getting into more modern times you see the bilderberg group uh build a bear group uh bilderberg berg bilderberg got it and that that's the annual meeting that happens, and it's the one that's most notoriously associated with the Illuminati, and they supposedly discuss issues pertaining to European and North American relations. Now, when I was reading over kind of the Bilderberg group and just a general overview, right. uh, it says that uh, the meeting is a conglomerate of leaders and experts from politics, media, business, and they're all invited to discuss megatrends and major issues of the world and that all those attending are held under what is called the Chatham Rule. I, I, I'm assuming that's Some Chatham. Sort of oath or something? Uh, it um, it's, keeps all the identities of attendees secret. Right. When you go into a famous person's party, you got to put away your cell phone. Right. And yeah. nobody nobody talks about what they talk about, and nobody really knows who's at the meetings. Right. So, with that, we get into kind of where the modern myth and the modern conspiracy originates of what we know as the Illuminati today. And in the interview in 2017 with a man named David Bromwell, who says that he dedicates himself to documenting the origins of the myth, says that the modern in theories are influenced not by Weishaupt and his original Illuminati, but by LSD and the 1960s counterculture, and specifically a text called Principia Discordia. That is actually something I've never heard of. 
Well, I, I could I could see this when we're starting to get into LSD and getting into the counterculture of the '60s, right? You know, because you've got all the you know you've got your anti-war movements and you've got all this stuff and you've Peace got oh, hippies and love. You've got all this stuff going on, and you've also got MK Ultra, right? And so you have government programs and stuff going on where you know these drugs are being distributed, and you know people are just high off their asses. It's the only way to live in the sixties. But the book preached that an it uh, preached that an alternative belief system known as Discordianism, which is a form of anarchism, and it gave birth to the movement that wanted to cause civil disobedience through practical jokes and hoaxes. That is a way to live. I would love oh, 100%. For my whole day to be a practical joke and then go home and cry about it. Now, one of the main proponents of the ideology is a man named Robert Anton Wilson. He wanted to bring chaos back to society by disseminating misinformation. That's a buzzword that we hear a lot right now. But disseminating misinformation through counterculture and the mainstream media. This is claimed by Bromwell. And he said that Wilson supposedly did this by sending fake letters to Playboy where he worked. Attributing cover-ups and conspiracy theories like the JFK assassination to the Illuminati. Now, Wilson turned his theories into a book called the Illuminatus Trilogy, which became a cult success and even made it into a stage play in Liverpool. That's just genius to me, because imagine having information that you wanted to share, but you wanted to share it in a way that you feel like you wouldn't get caught. Where in that time and age would you put it? Where there's a bunch of naked ladies, because no one's reading. No one reads that. But the person who does stop to read it goes, wait, look at that. And you look like a modern day, you know, crazy person. But what a genius move. Right. I, I, agree. I agree. To put it into a book, especially in the 60s, when you, you know, you've got the rise of, you know, all the different music and, you know, drugs and hippie culture and all that stuff. What better place to put it than into a book? With naked ladies. Right. To distract you. Exactly. But if you happen to read it. You're going, wait a minute, what just happened? Look at this hand. Yep. Don't look what's going on over here. Exactly. So the theory of the Illuminati remained a niche belief until the 90s, and then the internet happened. Y2K? Not quite there. A little bit before. Oh, yeah, the internet's old. It is. Old like me. But this gave the conspiracy theorists a global platform for their beliefs and the ability to present their evidence to a massive audience. So now we're getting mass distribution of these conspiracy theories. It's not consolidated to this book where you have to like go to a bookstore and you just happen upon it or something like that. It's now on the internet. Everybody's on the internet and it's open for everybody to see. It's true. You don't have to go to your local gas station and say, hey, I need the magazine in the back. Right. I don't need it in that little black bag. <laughs> with symbols have become associated with the Illuminati throughout the years and... These symbols are the triangles and pyramids, mm -hmm. pentagrams, mm -hmm. goats. You know, you've got Baphomet, Baphomet with oh, the, yeah. you know, creepy. as above, so below. I hate that guy. Oh, it's creepy as shit. And the all-seeing eye, or the eye of Horus, and the number 666, which is most closely related and to uh, the devil. Right. And Satan and satanic. That's where, that's where the satanic kind of starts to tie in a little bit. Now, these symbol associations and the Illuminati's similarity to Freemasonry are what have led to claims of the Founding Fathers being members and the connection to the occult demographic of demonic worship. You know what the symbol is for, well, what they say the symbol is for the 666, right? 
like the hand symbol thing. Which one is that? It's the if I do it on camera as a white male, I'm gonna get in trouble because for okay. them it's the white it's, power. It's the okay, right? But yeah. if you know when LeBron James does it in his warm up, you'll see the you know the it's, three it's sixes a, in the hand. Right, right. The okay symbol. Right. To most normal people, but to people who hate white people, it's white power. To people who are crazy like I am, it's six six six. To normal people, it's okay. Right. So. For those of you listening, if you're trying to figure out what we're talking about as far as the okay symbol, I'm sure most of you are familiar with, you know, signaling somebody okay with your hand. So if you look at it, if you make the circle face you and you do the okay and you kind of spread your fingers a little bit, you can see the three sixes where your middle finger makes the first, your ring makes the second, and your pinky makes the third six. Just YouTube LeBron James warm up and pause it whenever he does it and then you'll see. There you go. Oprah Winfrey does it too, but that's that's probably further on down this road we're going. But that's kind of that's kind of how the modern conspiracy has started, right? But what is the modern conspiracy really like in a nutshell? What people believe today as the modern conspiracy? Well, the modern belief is that the Illuminati want to create a new world order in which they mm-hmm. have a single government made up of its members that would rule over the entire planet. Now, who controls the Illuminati and who's a part of it is up for debate because nobody has truly been named. But the popular belief that it is members of the elite class of society Mm -hmm. that pull the strings and celebrities and politicians, media, things like that, are used to push forward their agenda and basically brainwash people into compliance whether they realize it or not. It's also commonly associated with devil worship and Satanism due to the imagery. Now, the imagery that we're talking about, you see a lot used by musicians and in TV shows, even kids' cartoons. Yep. And it's supposedly a nod to the Illuminati's influence on those respected industries. Now, some examples of that would be the all-seeing eye and the pyramid and even Masonic imagery in shows like SpongeBob and The Simpsons and in music videos and live performances of people like Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, Beyonce, and Jay-Z especially. And the most, I guess, the most recent would be like Lil Nas X's Montero Call Me By Your Name music video. Creepy. And that's just to name a few. And another big one that is uh, pretty recent would be um, Astro World. Yeah. Like there's, oh man, I've I've only heard oh. you know bits and pieces about some things that happened there, but I heard it was pretty damn wild. It's uh, they had me when they showed like the background view was like the gates of hell, and then people were just dying left and right about the the, the set. Coincidence is out of my my vocabulary. I don't use that word. Everything has a rhyme and a reason. But for them to had been trampled and died the same time as you know, I forget what set he was playing. Somebody probably knows a little bit more about that, but he was playing a particular set, a particular song, and then as it opened up, it looked like a giant mouth, and the gates of hell was right there, and the people started dying left and right. Right, and we we might wow. have to do an episode on Astro might World. Have to. That, that, like, that, that I, I feel like that's something that we could really do a deep dive into, and kind of just 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 the imagery alone right. that's associated with it, because I I know the entrance to it was basically his head, and you right. enter through the mouth, and I, I read. I can't remember the tie-in, but it ties into um, the. It's like the mouth of hell, right? And it's it's an it's a painting from I don't even remember when. We're just gonna have to save that for another right. Time. We'll, we'll, we'll have we'll we'll have to do a deep dive and hit that into that in the imagery. Wouldn't want to say anything that. that we didn't know. 
just yet. Right. Now, the associations that are made, they're not only by imagery and shows and music videos, but also by, like we said, hand gestures and people, uh, hand gestures made by celebrities and people in power. Uh, you you see, in the devil horns is right. associated a lot with it. You've got the OK or the three sixes. Uh, you see a covering lot of one eye, on right? And you see and you see the covering of one eye a, a lot, lot, a lot in um, a lot. especially celebrity like photos. DJ Khaled, his yeah. every album cover he has, everybody wants to make a joke. Oh, he's got a headache, and it's like if you take a second to look at it, he always has one eye covered in one of them. Right, and it's like Lady Gaga. A lot of her costumes cover right, yeah. one of her eyes, oh, and a lot of them make wow. the pyramid, make the triangle, the triangle. with their Jay-Z's hands. Jay-Z's Rock Nation, that's, that's, right. that's a, you know, a pyramid. There's, and he'll tell you he's not an Illuminati, but come on, Jay. We already know. That's that's a lot of what I would almost debate Jay-Z is probably top not like top. If not control, right there. No, I agree. Right I, I, I don't know that he's in a position that pulls the strings. I but he's definitely, and I, I would I would say he's probably top tier as far as pushing along agendas. Uh, he's definitely up there. I, th- sure. I think he pulls a lot of strings as far as what gets done and how it gets done. I wonder if we're gonna get sued for this. Well, I didn't. You might defamation of character, <laughs> man. Now, to cover our ass on this, this is all speculation. Speculation. I have no clue about any of this other than what I've read right. and seen from someone it's, else. It's all theory. It's all speculation. It's fun to talk about. It is. We're not. We're not saying definitively right. that any of these people are a part. Be a hundred percent wrong. But what if I'm kind of right? Right. That's it's the thing all we're speculation. About. We could be a hundred percent wrong. Go to our graves. Up, oh, we were wrong the whole time. But what if we were just a little bit right? Right. That's not the even wild not thing. even a hundred percent right. Like five percent, point oh five percent. Wild. If we were that, just even if you were that, not not just us, but everyone who thinks this way, right. just that little percentage of like we're right, and then we're all gonna go. Oh, what was that? And we're like, yep, these no, idiots kind of knew what they were talking about. Talking about. <laughs> we're just really bored. We have a lot of time on our hands. Not really, but not really. our brains work but this really is fun. weirdly. But going more into the symbols and the hand symbols and stuff, the one that's considered the Illuminati symbol is the all-seeing eye in the pyramid. Now, the all-seeing eye in the pyramid is actually in reference to the Egyptian eye of Horus or the eye of Providence or the all-seeing eye of God, and it is meant to represent the divine providence whereby the eye of God watches over humanity. It was adopted in 1782 by the United States as a part of the symbolism featured on the reverse side of the Great Seal of the United States, which is what we talked about earlier on the dollar bill. Now, it was originally thought to be suggested by Pierre-Eugène du Cimetière. I don't know if I pronounced that right, and I apologize if I butchered it. But We're only from Kentucky. I think that was very well. I, I do what I can. That was very well. But at the time, it was a conventional symbol for God's benevolent oversight and in reference to the biblical description of the Nephilim or the Watchers. Now, do you know what the Nephilim are, like the Watchers? Uh, that's, that's past my knowledge, actually. It's kind of crazy. Like, if you if you Google images of the Nephilim, so it's, it's considered one of God's angels, the Watchers. Okay. They are scary. Okay. It's basically a bunch of eyes. Sure. And wings that cover it. Like, it's sure. weird. Okay. I got you. I think if I've you, seen that. If you don't know what the Nephilim are, I highly suggest... Just spell that out. I'm going to spell that right. out. It's N E 
P-H-I-L-I-M. Okay. Or The Watchers. If you don't like know what it is. From Marvel. This is not a Marvel <laughs> Watcher. This is not, you know, Stan Lee in a helmet. If you don't know what it is, I highly suggest you just, just Google some images of the Nephilim. I'm going to Google it now. And it's, it's I mean, they're they're crazy looking, dude. So what is the Nephilim? They're the, the pyramid people? Who's the Nephilim here? The Nephilim are... Like they're they're called the Watchers in okay. biblical uh, biblical description, and they basically are God's oversight. Like they see everything. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm getting an idea now. I mean, it's it, they're kind of creepy looking. Uh, but it's believed that the Illuminati use this imagery as a mockery of its original designation, and this kind of ties right. into the satanic elements. Of the Illuminati. That was the big part of the modern thing. We were going to finish up with, you know, some of this that I wanted to get into was the mockery behind, like, the backhanded compliment. Right. Where a lot of this seems to be like, oh, that's not that bad. And then you think of it as, well, they're actually mocking what they're meaning. Right. Like, a lot of the, one of the things that I saw when I deep dived in some of this was the crucifix. I don't have crucifix. I'm Christian. Don't do the crucifix thing. Because a lot of things that I've read and seen is that's a mockery. From from way back in Romans, it's a mockery of way to say the crucifixion. Well, see, I've I've, I've heard some of that. I haven't looked into Creeps that as much. Then I'm just personally. like, I don't want to wear that now. So now we've gone through kind of the history, we've gone through kind of the imagery right. and stuff to get to modern day and what the modern conspiracy is considered and stuff. So now we're going to kind of get into our own thoughts. Sure on a lot of this stuff and our own theories and a lot of this. And we're going to talk about what you just talked about sure. on some of your dives and things like that. As far as, you know, the cross, you know, the crucifix being a mockery and things like that. So go, go a little bit more in depth with the, the crucifix that, I mean, that just became of like the modern time Illuminati thing. So as we, you know, we covered all the way back to 1700s, you know, this is 2022. Right. And the power grab for, you know, it's internal. The power grab for Illuminati is is all over the place. So when you talk about, like, the easiest thing we can look at is Jay-Z's come up. He went from selling crack in New York to, you know, he's powerful. He just picked, you know, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, and 50 Cent Mary J. Blige to do a multi-billion dollar concert during the Super Bowl. Right. That was his doing. He owns that. He controls not uh, Rock Nation's, you know— he they control who does the Super Bowl halftime shows now. Right. You know, that's pretty powerful when you think about how many people watch one, you know, snippet of a game. So are you looking at Jay Z's come up and, and you want to argue he's Illuminati, he's not Illuminati, and that's fine. It's all speculation. It just the all, he has everything attached to him. He has the symbolism, he has the power, he has the control. So it's easy to say, okay, well Jay Z's a part of it. So when you look at the sixteen hundreds to now it's a, it's kind of a time difference. So the more we grow, especially with the internet thing, right? You're not hiding in the Playboy magazines anymore. You're right. able to go on the internet and share whatever you want to share, you know, do what you want to do. I mean, Wikipedia, you can change people's, you know, definition. Right. You can do whatever you want to do on the internet. So, so you, you, you have, can do anything right, you have that ability to show that. So when you think of something, you know, someone who says, well, I've seen this, I've seen this, it's easy to say, I don't believe that. Right. So, 
when you see more people say, I don't believe that, I don't believe that, I don't believe that. If you want to say the percentage of people that think the way we think and believe the things we've seen, even to the point of maybe it is, maybe it isn't, is a low percentage of people in the population. Most people won't even blink a second time when you say stuff like this. Like, oh, who right. cares? That got out. That you know, when you can post this and you see these things, you know, if you're Jay Z or if you're someone in Illuminati and you're going, well, no one believes this, so now what do I do? I'm gonna mock the people that think that, and I'm gonna put it more out in the universe. That's one of the things that I've read is is now they're getting so carried away with not caring that they will put it out themselves and say, look, take little Nas X and those shoes he made with the blood. Oh, hundred percent. Like, didn't they have blood? Like, yeah, they had blood, blood in them, didn't they? So it's like the mockery is the crucifix and the cross is a mockery of Christ, right? And that was just like the point blank, but they turned it into a form of, you know, appreciation for the crucifixion. Right. And if I offend you, my Christian people, you know, it's not what I'm trying to do here. What like, I'm trying we, to do we're, here we're is Christians say Christians ourselves. Right. There is a portion of me that can say, you know, when I look at that, that's kind of daunting when you're like, okay, I could see that as someone saying, ha ha, I got you. Look, look while you know, half a million people wear crucifix and uh, honor oh, yeah. to their religion. And most, most, but like, most Christians is have that a crucifix honor, somewhere. I mean, like, I've got one right there. Right, right behind. Made out of baseball scenes. So, like, is it, though, if you're, you know, if you had a an extreme moment in your life and someone had passed away, would you respect them? Well, this, this kind of ties into a little bit of the possibility of the Illuminati being a part of the Vatican. Right. And Which them I infiltrating believe. that. I, no I, offense. I, I agree with you. Catholic, sorry. I'm with you on that one. But... It would kind of tie into that because if you're going to make a mockery out of that and you, you've managed to infiltrate the church and you're managed to right. infiltrate, you know, the Pope and, you know, you've gotten a hand on a lot of this stuff. What better way to do it and to flaunt it and put it out in front of everybody if you've managed to infiltrate, you know, something as iconic as the Vatican? Right. It's in every church. Mm-hmm. Every every church, especially Catholic church that you go into. Right. There is a crucifix. There is there is a, you know, sculpture of the crucifixion or something, in every single one of them in some way, shape, or form. Right, and it's on everything, especially when it comes to Catholicism. Uh, maybe that's just the point I'm trying to make. Is not. It's more about thinking abroad, thinking well, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. More than saying that's what it is. I don't know that it is or isn't. It's more of. When you hear something like that, you're kind of like, hmm, it could be. And then you hear about how the Illuminati has gone more and more out of the way to say, look, we're actually showing you, and you still can't make people believe. Right. People still won't believe you. Well, it's the power of hiding in plain sight, too. They're getting bold. Like I said, you can YouTube LeBron James warm up right now. He's double signing everything with his hands. Well, you look at... Like, let's just say the last 20 years and how far imagery has gotten in the last 20 years. Because when when we were little, you know, watching cartoons and stuff, we had like Tom and Jerry. Mm -hmm. You know, you had stuff like that. And, you know, there was violence and things like that. But you didn't really have any, you didn't have much imagery. Now, Disney's a little bit different. (laughs) I've been doing that shit for a while. That's that's a whole nother show in and of itself. How does Mickey Mouse make Swiss cheese? I mean, (laughs) God, that video, I swear. Uh, fun fact: It's with his boner. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, if it's you weird. haven't seen it, it, it's on YouTube. Isn't it, it is. Yeah, that's that. That one threw me off when I first saw it. But off topic, you know, back to you know the imagery out there. 
for the most part, where I caught it at a young age was uh, musicians, yeah, artists, musical artists. It's like it's that's where I'm just like, okay, this isn't coincidence anymore either. There's a really smart photographer out there that's getting paid to make everyone's album cover, everyone's, right. or they're doing it on purpose. Right. Which one's more believable? One person making these album covers, or it's like you know, don't hey, don't. Let them catch you cheating on my homework. Try to make it not suspicious. Well, yeah. Sorry, it's suspicious. Now we're just copy and pasting. Yep. And you you saw that kind of rise, like in in the, I guess it would be more in the thirty year spectrum, thirty to forty year spectrum, um, with rock music especially. Now, when you get into bands that. The, I guess the metal craze when metal started really kind of taking off and a lot of more people were listening to it. It happened kind of subtly, you know, you had some that the music didn't just switch overnight. Sure. It, it, we gradually got into From what it classic is. rock to right. Grew, it grew up to mid two thousands. And you look at the imagery that's involved in that metal music. It that that's to me, that's where you see the shift to, here it is. I'm putting it right in your face. Which ones do you see in that? Like Marilyn Manson or well, you've got you've got that's right. You know, Manson's an easy one to do it with. But even um, like looking more at just the style of music when you had you know your death metal and you had stuff like that come out. The topics that were talked about in the music more so than the imagery, and then the imagery started to follow. Right. Because you had the guys, you know, they dressed in all black, and you had the spikes, and you know, you had clearly Satan, Satan worshippers, right? Yes. You know, you had that look, and the topics, and especially uh, like Children of Bodom. Sure, you got stuff like that, and what's what's the band? Um, you're, you're probably a better guess than I am. At this. I can't. I, I'm, I'm struggling to think of it right I now. Got but all up. all of their songs are about murder and sacrifice and they go into detail in the songs about mutilating corpses fantastic that's exactly cannibal corpse that's what it is that's my favorite song (laughs) not really it's the it's to each his own of course it's it's out there i i i fell deep into some dark dark metal when i was in probably high school like I can see I, you wearing some eyeshadow right now. No, I didn't quite go that no, far. I wasn't. I wasn't rocking it. Now, I, d- I did. I did go through the emo phase. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I did. Tight pants. I did. I had some tight red ones. They were pretty nice. Red ones. Yeah. I had some red Where'd pants. you get those from? Route 21. Uh, no, I actually got them at a consignment shop. Golly. Whatever. Yeah. But, so. Anyway, the, what would be the next one? On I'm trying to think modern Illuminati topics that I've learned. Over the the time frame here, the symbolism is it's almost too easy nowadays. If you don't believe it, just Google it. I mean, just Google Illuminati symbolism. You'll see it left and right, and it's either you determine yourself it's coincidence or you know purpose. Right. That's that's on that's on you to do that. See, I got more into learning about the Illuminati, Illuminati symbolism, and all that stuff through music. If yeah, I feel like that's sure. where it really started was in the music and. Let me let me tell you my why one how mine started. So uh-huh. I'm sitting. Uh, I remember ex- vividly where I'm at. I'm sitting at Fort Leonard Wood at AT after my basic training. This dude said, "Don't say Illuminati. Don't search Illuminati. Just randomly." Two weeks later, he got kicked out. Never saw him again. Never heard from him again. I was like, "Well, 
now I got to figure out what this is about. <laughs> so then I went home and like my first semester of college, I was sitting there at EKU bored out of my mind mm-hmm. and I started Googling it and then I found out what it all was. So that was the first time I heard it and wanted to, it was like, oh, and then that rabbit hole like shot open for me and I tripped and fell like a dude kicked me from Sparta. Time frame is pretty similar to about the time that I started. Oh, wow. Well, there you go. It would have been my around my first year of college. And, but it was music and it was just some chatter online. Sure. With Jay-Z. Sure. Yeah. That's, that's where I kind of fell into it and started looking into it and what it was or could be possibly. And it was with Jay-Z and it was just a symbolism. That's all it was. I didn't know anything other than this symbolism supposedly ties to this secret society. And then that's when I kind of dove in and, you know, went down that same rabbit hole and it expanded beyond it. And you started seeing the ties and you started seeing the imagery in politicians, corporations, right? uh, especially big corporations. You started seeing some of the, you know, it was more subtle, but it was still there if you knew what you were looking for. And then I started noticing it in shows. And now that I'm a father watching some of my kids shows with them, especially like my kids really like Teen Titans go. They, they love that show. Like the, not the original that was kind of the more realistic animation, Mm -hmm. but the more cartoony version that we have now. Right. They block it. That, um, and they, like some of the villains that they face, like one of them, his entire head is a pyramid oh, yeah, with well, one eye. Oh, that's wild. There and you go. there's, you know, you know, that's just right out there, kind of like in your face. And they talk about, I, I can't remember exactly if they specifically name the Illuminati in the show, but it's very clear, like if you have any grasp on, you know, the theory at all, it's very clear that they're talking directly about it right. in this kid's show. Like, this is made for kids, you know, 12 and under, pretty much. And I started noticing it and stuff like that, and then I started looking back. It's because they don't care anymore. They're, it's like, no, they're, they're starting don't. to just put it out there and say, see, if, if you catch it, catch it. What are you going to You going to go on a podcast and talk about it? Right. They, they're not they, worried about us. I feel like they think that they're so far along in their process that they're so established and they have so many people in position that there's here it is. There's nothing you can do about it now, but here it is. When you think about it, it's a long process. And it's such a, it's such a left and right. Like, it went this way, then it went that way. Because when you started the, the 1700s and this guy, I mean, we were just making a joke about it. His motto right. was like, you should put it on a motivational poster. And now it's like to the point where it could have been something used for, you know, powerful people and you know, hide it in plain sight with Christianity. But then it's like, we're going to take it and make it satanic in a form. And right. I, it's hard for me to believe it's some sort of satanic cult thing. Power. I think it's more about money and power. I think the imagery is used as a shock factor. I could see that. More than anything. It's 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 more used as a way to like lord it uh, right. over people. Like, you know, right. we can do this. We can do whatever right. we That's want. That's what I was thinking. I don't think you know. some... Italian man who's a good quadruple heir is Satan and he's trying to make everyone else Satan. I don't believe that. I don't think that's the Illuminati's cause and and want maybe at some point, but now I think it's just so far we're past of 
worrying about this and that. It's more money and power. Right. And I, I, the whole the whole satanic tie to it, I really think it's more of just a, you know, it's more used just as a shock factor. Like, yeah. we can do this. We can get yeah. away with it. We can do whatever Definitely. we want because they've gotten so far along in everything that they can kind of do that because if they'd have done this 30 years ago, right. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have flown. It would have been taken off the air. No you know, people it. would have been complaining, but there's been such a decline in Christianity right. as a whole throughout everything. So in the belief care? system, the whole belief system has kind of been taken down. So yeah, at that point, why care if it's right. pushing or saying they're more money and power and control. I always thought it was a control thing. You hear 15 oh. songs on the radio because there's not 15 songs out in the world. Yeah, you're going to get the ratings and the listens, but there's a reason why there's only those 15 songs. There's a reason why there's 36 seasons of a certain TV show, even though you can make the same TV show look different. Right. There's a reason for all of that. And I don't I don't think it's a left-wing, right-wing thing. No, when you look no, at... Oh, that's a cop-out. Right. When you, when you look at, you know... You know, just American arguments. politics, right? Yeah. It's not a left wing, right, no. right wing thing, because there are supposed Illuminati ties to the um, uh, what is it? It's a yearly meeting in California. They have the big owl, oh, the owl thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know about the what, owl what thing. Name I that? can't remember the owl thing, but I remember seeing that on Rogan. The dude's crazy. Yeah. Which I mean, if you got video evidence, I mean, either there's two things coming out of that: physical video evidence. One, it happened, and that's real. Two, he hired a bunch of people and did it. Which one's more realistic? Right. And it's what? What is the name of that? I can't remember. I, I, I just, I just listened to yeah, it the other day. I hear it every so often because I always want to remind myself that it's out there. Right. But I can't remember the name. But there's there's supposedly ties to that because of all the politicians and people that show up to it. Right. And supposedly it's more right wing politicians that join and go out there see and things that, like that. To an extent. But that that's just what is you know, supposedly that's how it started and it was more of a right wing meeting. Sure. And things like that, and people of power, and things like that, and discussing policies and putting stuff into place. I could see that. But in the mainstream, when you look at it, most people associate the Illuminati with the left wing. Sure. And the liberal side of things. Because of the control. Right. But I don't think it's a left wing, right wing thing. I think it is just a power stance. Yeah. It is a control thing. Definitely a control thing to keep them separated and divided. Now, do you think that there are, you know, a handful of elites that are behind the scenes controlling all of it, trying to get us into the New World Order, one, you know, one government rule of the world? To an extent. Now, the reason why it comes out that way is because, remember the Goldberg thing I'll let you listen to? Right. It talks about Trump being the king of Israel and things like that, and mm-hmm. that's when, oh, here comes New World Order. Well, that didn't happen. Right. Right. So I heard Shapiro the other day talk. This may be halfway off topic, but it makes sense to me when I think of different things. Russia, China, North Korea, dictators of all sorts. They have one thing that the power grab in our political stance that they don't have. That's time. Right. They have a lot of time. 
These these people have four years to get reelected to get another four years, and sometimes it doesn't happen. So to say that the powerful elites in the United States control it, I don't know. I don't believe that because they don't have the time and they don't have the the dictatorship of the control. Now you look at, I believe that the process of all this is that time. I mean, from the eighties till now, if you talk about the Illuminati's power grab and the control, it would need that kind of time. It definitely isn't going to happen overnight and they definitely can take their time because of, if you look back through history because of things that they've learned to control, it's not I don't think they're in a rush that I guess is what I'm getting at. I don't think there's a big rush to say there it is. But then if you read some things that I've read recently, you know, Russia can't do Apple pay, Google pay, debit cards. So then you think, okay, well, we don't want to go to a cashless world because that's what we use. Right. So to, and that's what it feels like they're pushing. Oh, it's as easy as using your Apple Watch to pay for your your drink. It's right. as easy as using tapping the card and dipping out at the gas station because you don't want to be bothered. If you want to control people, control the money. Exactly. So you see that control starts to come in more and more and more. And then they're pushing, you know, cryptocurrencies. It's suspicious to me. However, right. it's just weird that all of a sudden you get major actors and actresses saying, "Oh, I'll do it." Do I want to though? Do I want to? Right. So that's that's the control thing. You know, New World Order was all about. Well, here comes one government and one money source. So if it's meant to happen, going to happen, it's going to be one time to control over money, which we see now. You mean you tell me you're not going to get you some Zuck Bucks? No. <laughs> I don't. I would If I could do anything, I would take everything out and put mine into investments and then get cash on return for it and right. hide that cash. But then the cash isn't going to matter, so who cares? Yeah. Well, and that, that's the thing is, you know, as we're moving forward and they – you know, it seems to be that they're getting more bold. Oh yeah. You know, if if you believe in the theories and you believe in the conspiracies, and that they've managed to get enough people in these positions of power to make right. these big moves, that they are getting more bold and they are kind of pushing. You know, it's been what the last five years or so that's really been the big push on electric electronic currencies. Oh yeah, for sure. So you you see this big push for electronic currency and the devaluing of cash basically. And you look at um, the beginning of the pandemic, especially. Oh yeah. There was a lot of places that wouldn't accept cash. Yeah. That was nothing but a test because they couldn't give out quote unquote change. Right. And you, you you couldn't pay with cash. You couldn't receive change. Everything had to be done electronically. And like you said, with what's going on with Russia and Ukraine right now, they basically cut them off. Right. And, Right now, it's only on things that you pay electronically, like, you know, whether you use Apple Pay, Google Pay, things like that, but also, like, your subscriptions yeah. and things that are taken out electronically Wi-Fi. and automatically. You need every, we need Wi-Fi for everything now. Right. So, if you're looking at Illuminati and controlling things, they're they're testing, I think they're testing theories. Right. I think it started with the pandemic. They're testing theories. And what's, what's going to be easier to... Move in a new world order and move in a planetary government. Right. What would make it easier than controlling everybody's money? Yeah, for sure. You have the power to, all right, this person is getting out of line. This person is, you know, saying too much. This person is looking too deeply into things, shutting down. All of it. 
He can't spend his money. None of it. He can't receive money. Nope. This guy, this like you can control one person. So now you have a government of fear. Yeah. Because people are just going to fall in line because if they don't, they're shit out of luck. And it's easy to test it on something like a Ukraine-Russia. Right. And that might be kind of a, you know, it's horrible what's going on. A hundred percent. But stepping back and looking at it just from an analytical standpoint, what better way to test? Like you've got things in motion, you've got people in power, you've got all this going on. What better way to test it? We're going to have a war, quote unquote, and we're going to test this shutting people's ability to pay for things electronically off and see what happens. And then with, that's the tie and the lead into the controlling money, controlled government. Right. Which would be the New World Order, which ties into the Illuminati, which would right. be the, the process of years, centuries, century-long process of creating this. Right. Crazy. And what, what easier way, what better way to usher it in Right. And to do your first test run, it right. it may it may not go into effect. It may not be something no, that may just be a test. Done. Right, maybe a couple more centuries. Right, we we, we may still be you know we may be as soon as a year off right. or as far as fifty to a hundred yeah. years away. My, there's something that they thought would go one way doesn't go that way. Right, like Ukraine's kicking ass. They're oh, fighting 100%. back. They're they're they, like no one was gonna bet bet that money. So now that okay, well that test failed. So we can't use Ukraine as a platform to say, well they need our help. They need all of our governments to connect each other's money to help them come back as a nation. Oh look at the success that Ukraine has had. Once we right. all put our money and our power together, we should do that as a whole now. We've all done this blockchain right. that we can funnel money back and forth now. Right. Let's just do look this at the all success. together. We've built them back up. We should do that everywhere now. But you can also look at it as because of that. What did they do? All right, well, let's step back. What else can we do? Let's try shutting Russia's ability right. to pay with these ways. And, you know, we can do a micro test in this since we're not going to be able to usher this in right. because of this. We can do a micro test and then we'll see how it goes. And then down the road a little bit, we'll try again to see if we can usher the full one. And a good talker can put that into the pros column, right? You could right. say you could take that to from Biden. Let's say it's successful. Biden can bring back and say, "Look, we shut down government's you know control of money and control of power. If we ushered that over here and throughout the world, we, we can, can stop shut. We can stop World War Three from ever happening over and over again." And the right. you know the non intellect could say, well, "That's a great idea. We right. should do that." Sheeple, sheeple, sure, sheeple. You just line right up and go for it. It's it's fearful, but that. It's been going on for years. These tests and these little things are everywhere. It's always a possibility. I think so. It, always it, it's, it's always there. When when now supposedly the Illuminati died off in the 1780s. Supposedly, that's hard to believe. Right, but that's that's what was believed. Maybe to have happened. Maybe the founding people, but as far as the thought process, I would. I I I personally. I don't think there's any way that it died off in the 1780s. It was like 1780s or 1880s. But either way, supposedly it died off and it just kind of went into obscurity and nobody was a part of it. The reason I find that hard to believe is if that's the way that it happened, then why in the 1950s and 60s did it come back? Right. 
Why did it? Why did it make its way back to the front lines if it had supposedly died? What I think, and I like again, it's speculation. But everything I think, we say is speculation, right? But I think there it's could have been. To talk about. I think I think there could have been, you know, this enjoyment of the idea of the Illuminati and the you know the New World Order and the government and all that stuff. I think that that idea might have been so enticing that there might have been some sort of uh, conglomerate made between Freemasons and the Illuminati and maybe sure. a joining of the societies. And the Illuminati may have become the governing society of the Freemasons. Now, this can fade, you know, the Illuminati can fade into obscurity and go behind the scenes because you have Freemasonry as a front. Right. And I I could see that happening. This is our front. We can use this to disprove things, and we can use this to kind of shadow things and keep things from being seen and being released. Because we have this front, right. and now we can operate the way we want to and need to behind the scenes. Because right. there's too much secrecy involved, just in Freemasonry, For that sure. if that was enveloped and put in the background as the governing agent of Freemasonry, that it could operate and nobody would ever even know. Not even a sight, not even a thought process. Well, I think that's a good point to jump off with this. We may pick up and, you know, continue on with Illuminati I'm sure later on. There, there's going to be something. So, you know, there may be a part two later on down the road where we kind of go into the Illuminati again and maybe do some ties. And it's definitely going to tie into some other topics that we talk about as we go on because our next definitely. episode is going to be on depopulation. My favorite. Yeah. Kill them all. So we're, we're going to go into a depopulation theory. Not really. And the Illuminati kind of ties into that as well. Sure. It's it's definitely it's so interwoven in so many different conspiracies because it's so big. It is. That's so what she said. The basic Illuminati episode, this one, just kind of give a little bit of history, the conspiracy sure. itself, kind of how we think and feel when it comes to the topic, and it's going to tie into some things as we go on down the road. Definitely, speculation and opinions is what we do here, but. Do your research. Don't believe us. That's fine. Want to talk about it. That's fine, too. You got to go with your gut and just figure it out for yourself. Exactly. And we want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, We'll be back again next week, like I said, talking about depopulation theory. If you want to reach out to us, if you guys have any information or just some fun findings and things that you guys have thought up, you can shoot us an email at readyconspiracy1 at yahoo.com. We'll read over them, and if you could, you know, give us a little, give us a little rating, a little a star rating, rating, a like, a follow, whatever it is nowadays. Give us a little review too. Review. We're just we're just getting started with this, so you know, reviews and emails will help us out a lot moving forward on things that you guys might want to hear, some topics you guys might want us to talk about, and some things that you know we might be able to do better with the podcast as well. So let me leave you with this: even if we're wrong. We might be a little percentage right. There's always a chance. There's always a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. Small chance. Always think that there might be a chance. Coincidence is not in your vocabulary anymore. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day.